0: Thank you for listening to kind of a church girl podcast. This is your host, Simone Ashley, and we have Tore Masters on the show today. He is Arizona's finest. He is a rapper, an independent artist, a wrestling connoisseur, a fashion icon, and I probably can go for days. We talked about his life as an independent artist, why moving to LA doesn't mean you're going to make it, and the importance of creating your own lane. And also, he said that Bow Wow is one of his greatest inspirations. Just listen hi- and hear him out. It actually kind of makes sense. So let's get right into the episode. So Trey, I thank you for being on the show today.
1: I'm happy to be here. Let's, let's, let's
0: do it. Uh, yeah, so um, you're in Arizona and I mean, a lot has been going on. It's June and like, so how have you been doing with all this COVID stuff going on? <laughs> uh,
2: I've
0: been
1: doing pretty good. You know, it's, it's June in Arizona, so it's a thousand degrees outside anyway. So usually around this time, we in the house. So it hasn't really changed too much for me, honestly. But I feel like it's it's a uh, a good thing. I feel like it's forced people to listen to more music online lately. So that's always that's been kind of cool.
0: So how has it um like affected the way that people are streaming your music right now? Hmm,
1: I think it's uh, it helps a lot because they don't really get to hear me right now like live through shows, and that's usually like my main outlet to reach my. My, my my audience. So I think the with them having to be home and with more time on their hands, they're using it to stream more and it's it just it's, it's a plus with low key. It's pretty cool.
0: For me, I've always known you to kind of push past odds and push past like um, oh, man, Your environment um, and what you could be doing and what in you making other decisions to you know want to be but be- want to be better and want to do um different things other than things you have seen um like how did you you growing up growing up in the growing up in the hood and growing up in that and around you know a lot of activity that um, might go on how did you make the decision to say like you're not i mean you you'll hang out you'll be around but you're, you're not part. and it's like not necessarily but like yeah. i mean but You know, you're just different. And so how did you decide that I'm just going to be different?
1: You know, I really don't, I really don't know. Mm. And I think about it almost every day because I always think about raising kids and I want, I feel like if my kids can be just like me, then they'll be pretty safe. But I don't even know how I got this way, which is crazy. (laughs)
0: Like I know
1: I never wanted to drink because the first time I seen the homies drink, they made real. Nasty faces, like it tasted weird. So, but I don't think a reason as small as that will stop kids nowadays.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: And I still have yet to smoke, and I there's no reason why I don't, so I don't know why that will stop anyone else from doing it. So it's just really weird. I don't, I really don't know. And then I, yes. you know, growing up, like, my father was never, in, like, really around, but everywhere I go, I would hear, yeah, your father acted like this, and, like, it really in some situations it helped me get through a lot of tough obstacles I've come across just by knowing what he would have did Because he was he was a gang leader. He started a gang out here. Mm. And I guess he, I mean a lot of people are afraid of him but they also respect him. I just I just learned all I could and however way I could learn from everything really. And I just need to know how to teach that part of me so more people can be on the same track, honestly. But it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> I mean, no
0: because I mean, you honestly, you have a, um, you know, with with your father, you know, um, being having the the reputation he had, and they, like honestly, you could have easily just been like, well, I'm, you know, you're following suit, like you're just, you know, yeah. I'm sure he, there's things that he probably taught you that you probably used in different ways as opposed to, oh, for sure, you for know, sure. but um, it's not even not even him
1: teaching me, just yeah. me knowing you're that. Seeing that. it, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely have used just leadership. Really it's leadership, knowing how to manage respect and not really I don't know, you just really meaning everything you say. Because he he says a lot of crazy things, but it's Mm -hmm. real to me because I know he really means what he said. Even Mm -hmm. if it's like bad towards somebody, he'll he'll stand by it. And that that's that's very respectful to me.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean but the, but at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day though like um that's when we're, when you talk about transferable skills, that's all that is is oh, it's right. taking taking something that you might have seen or learned somewhere else and putting it somewhere else exactly so you are an artist. Um are you you're uh, independent are you you consi- you consider yourself an independent artist?
1: Oh yeah, all the way, completely. I pretty much do it all on my own, booking shows, interviews, speaking at events, everything. It's kind of just me.
0: I hear a lot like um like especially nowadays a lot of a lot of artists are deciding to be more independent. What was your like motivation behind saying I just want to be independent as opposed to going after the label route?
1: I, don't, I think I'm just one of the ones that I've been doing it for a minute. I've been doing it since record labels was the mission. And I guess, you know, not everyone can land a record deal. So we kind of got stuck being independent. And it just so happened for that to be the, the move now. <laughs> so it's kind of just just going with the flow, really.
0: But what's the hardest part about being independent, though?
1: I think the hardest part is reaching the masses. Because, you know, record labels give you a harder, like a, a more effective push that you can give yourself. So really it's just a lot more groundwork. But if you love it, it doesn't fully bother you.
0: So what's your biggest frustration, like, right now with, like, when you uh, when you see, like, artists that are signed and, like, there's a lot of artists that are pretty much shit, honestly. And they're yeah. signed <laughs> and they're getting, you know, uh, money and the um, labels backing them. Like, what is your biggest frustration with that when you see that? I mean, I
1: know, I know, like, having fun is cool in it in a sense it's very important but we need more positive messages i would say or just more real messages for people to listen to and understand what's really going on not to just get caught up in what's hype even though i mean like i said it's important to be to be cool or to be happy and have fun but yeah. I just like substance is is missing and we need so, all of that
0: so what are you doing to like I guess fill that void because I I know your music is for me I know your music is has a lot of substance and you actually make it a point to tell stories and yeah being able to get people to vividly see um what you're saying and so like what artist was your biggest motivation um behind your music and like what you know what is your goal with your music as well because I know that um. You know, you've been at, on, at this for a while now. Yeah. And yes, you have yes. not, you have not buzzed. You've been, you've kept going. Even when things got hard, you keep going. Like, what is your motivation? Who Who is, what artist is your motivation? What is your motivation to even keep going? Because it's not easy what you're doing.
1: It's not easy. And I think uh, it being so hard, it uh, helps me connect to a lot of impactful artists. So I feel like I'm really, uh, I'm really connected to a lot of artists that have lasted a long time either like after they've lived i'm really inspired by whitney houston and what she did with with her art uh, a lot of people that you that you still think about honestly it, it's just it's crazy to me how people can still talk about you and your work after you're gone so i'm really inspired by people who left an impact and that's really what i plan to do
0: well you talked about earlier like just kind of like the messaging and like how it's not been the best messaging, obviously, because I mean I know from a female standpoint, it's pretty much "see girls or die" and, <laughs> and how, you know yeah, and all, all this, that. Stuff, all that stuff. Like, um, you know, we're all in that age range where it's like we just want to have a good time, pretty much. And it's just like you know every all the art all a lot of rappers nowadays are like like it's just you're just trying to have a good time, trying to have fun you know, what is your thoughts behind that? Because I don't know how people aren't really gravitating to positivity. They're gravitating to that. And like, how do you shift people's minds to want to gravitate to more positive messaging?
1: Hmm. I don't know. if I, I feel like that's kind of, that's really always going to be up to them themselves. Mm. Uh, the only good side of taking the longevity road and being who you, what you feel is needed is people grow up. Yeah. And eventually though, you know they'll go to where where they're supposed to be hopefully
0: like i've seen it happen yeah
1: (laughs) that's why i love the college students that support my music i just feel that their mind is in the best place and i just feel more accepted in that field
0: yeah, I need you to be more on the HBCU route though. Oh man, uh, you already it's, know. Oh man, you need to start. You well, once COVID and all this crap is over, you need to start. Yeah. Getting, you need to start getting on that route with the uh, the concerts people do. That's all that homecoming, yeah. all that. Because when I did Grambling State, that was
1: just a whole new. It was just crazy out there.
0: Homecom- yeah. I'm so sad. Homecoming might be canceled. I hope it's not canceled this year. I'm to. gonna be sick. I know, but I'm still gonna be sick. I will wear a mask, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> which one, Howard? <laughs> no, I go to am I- Morgan State. What you mean? Oh yeah, you
2: yeah, know yeah. I've been on that. Yeah, campus I graduated from Morgan. I know what you on. <laughs> I-
1: hey, I love them all. Every campus I've been on, I fell in love it, so.
0: No, Morgan got the best homecoming. I don't care nobody say. It. Do what? He got the best homecoming. Like, man, you ain't never you ain't been to homecoming Until you went to Morgan's homecoming. Well, you man, need to go I ahead think. and invite me. Yeah, look, you're invited if we can even have it. Because <laughs> we, sit, I'm telling you, me and my friends are sick right now. But anyways, let me get off that because I can go for twenty years about that. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. so what is your goal? Like, what's your what's your, what's your goal for your career? It's a lot of, different. I have a
1: million goals, honestly. One, I definitely want to give Arizona, uh, like a, not like a necessarily a face to its music, but just want to represent Arizona in a, as a black person who's not from the South or the West Coast or the East Coast. It's just, I feel like it's just a missing void right there. And I just want to, I want to show that void I definitely want to embrace black men and black women all over the world and not, you know, I feel like a lot of us are depressed in in our own way and I just want to get rid of that, honestly.
0: What is the uh, market like for artists in Arizona? Like, how how are you able to, you Because offhand, I don't know what the navigation of art, how the market would be like as an artist in Arizona. Like, I I, I live in the DMV, so easily I could say, okay, well, you're New York right there. You're D.C. got its own thing. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, what? what is the market?
1: I think you have to, you either have to take another brand and, and just be somebody else mm. to, get the, to get the attention that you would, you would think somebody would want or just, I mean, like with me, I'm just myself but I've done so much around everywhere so I'm kind of connected to a lot of people and I think being accessible and being, just like being a real person to people has helped people relate to my music and Trust me with that support, mm. just being a good person, I guess you know be nice, so be nice, be respectful, and I'm also kind of good at the same time <laughs> at the same time <laughs> yeah,
0: you are good no i I would agree you are you are one well, you are a very, very dope artist, and that's the thing I don't think nobody could ever box you, so Funny like enough. it's kind of like you you kind of you know i yes, you're a rapper, but I know you got vocals too, so. No like... time is <laughs>
1: yeah a little
0: tiny bit <laughs> you know so i mean i just got you but your style and your vibe you have a vibe with you and i yeah. think that's you know it kind of takes it to a different level you to actually take the craft of it seriously
1: oh yeah by far yeah, uh, yeah so, it's like go you gotta work out mm. you gotta you gotta make sure you, you know how to spell use words uh, to me mm. uh, just learn how to take ideas and you know it's it's a, it's a lot really. You got a storytelling side of it, writing side of it, uh, delivery side of it. It's just all, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pencils you
0: got to sharpen. So how do you, um, sharpen your pencil? I I just
1: work every day. I'm pretty, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, you know, I read a lot. I love movies. Uh, talk to my friends a lot. Talk to, just talk a lot in general. So I hear stories. I have my own stories and just share different experiences. Uh, great imagination as well so it's just a lot goes into
0: it do you think um because i know that the population is low of african-americans in arizona uh so compared compared to to where i live okay yeah compared to where i live where i mean you're right by chocolate city like all this stuff like whatever um what is who is your market like, who is your market? Who who are you actually going at? Like, who's your audience of um, who would enjoy your music?
1: I personally feel that the, the small circle of Black people out here is my audience. Mm. Although I have a ton of fans through, like, different interests. I share with people, like, wrestling. I have a ton of fans who are into wrestling, and I love wrestling. Uh, I have video game fans. <laughs> I love <laughs> I have video game fans. I have sneaker fans, and that's those that covers races from across the board. You know, I'm just very. You know, it's great that diverse world, but I do target my people for sure.
0: Yeah. And so, like, even with you being interested in all those different brands, like, what is another um, venture that you would want to go after? Like, if you, you know, when you get to a certain status in um, in your artistry, what is another avenue would you want to kind of explore?
1: Ooh, I'm lucky. I'm lucky with with all of them. I'm trying to get my hands mm. on everything I can. Uh you trying to be Diddy or
0: no? No, for
1: sure trying to be Diddy. Diddy got a lot of big d- haters. People don't like him yes. in certain fields. I do yeah. love Diddy though, but I do want to, uh, you know, maybe have my own independent wrestling faculty to train wrestlers to go to the, to the industry, mm. uh, you know, work on cars. I love, you know, I went to school for fashion, so that's low key. A big part of what I do, styling and designing clothes and looks, so I'm definitely I'm just all around with it. I'm like a an Aquarius. That just so how did you it. get
0: into how did you get so into wrestling?
1: It's just I like grew up watching wrestling as a kid. You know,
0: we I were, did too, but I
1: ain't on <laughs> <regular> <laughs> TV, you know. So
0: I, I you know I stick with it, but
1: <laughs> I think it I think I think it's just I like what I like. So when people would say. Well, you know, it's fake, right? So, you know, I did my research and I'm not going to lie to myself and tell me, you know. (laughs) So I understood what it was and then I learned to love it for different reasons. Because, I mean, like the fighting and all that is fake, but it's still like real life acting and it's all improv, which is very impressive. And Mm. you also have to train to be in shape and they're still athletes, you know. Right. Sometimes they're writing. And I'm very interested with seeing how the writing goes and if it's cool or if it's horrible. I just you know I'm, I'm just a critic on the outside looking in.
0: do you think it's important as a artist or individual to make it to la quote unquote
1: to uh no to be a honest lot of
0: people, that's a lot of people's goal i just want to make it to la i just want to yeah, get
1: to I la don't, yeah I don't, I don't get that like to i don't, me, don't I, know what that I, means i i've I never really seen that as a positive look people still tell mm. me to this day it's where you need to move to la or somewhere else I just don't see the reason why when I'm in one of the biggest cities in the world already, mm. I feel like it's just all about your work. If you can, if I can grind enough to get half the population to spend a dollar on me out here, I'll be straight, completely straight.
0: It's right.
1: Wherever your work 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 ethic is at.
0: Because I mean, I know I've had like I've had friends that friends here or whatever that would move to LA and they'd be right on the plane. Either-
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they be right outside. Or or, yeah. or
0: doing porn. So it's like
1: <laughs> big money over
0: there. It's, it's like, bro, like I, that's the thing. I don't, you know, because even with what I'm doing, you know, with um my content and just things that I'm working on, I kind of, kind of got that, you know, idea it was like, yo, like I am tired of having to like chase. Wanting to chase people down to get in the room to look sit at the boardroom to show people my idea and hope that they actually care about it, or I can just go and do it.
1: And yeah, you know? it low key. Yeah, you can really just go do
0: it. Right, because I, I have the hard skills. I've learned, you know, the, through these years things that I I know how to do. And um, why just you know put it to the back burner just so that somebody else will be impressed by me? Like I don't, yeah. you know, I kind of just it's, gave it's, up on that. It's real confusing,
1: and sometimes they can give valid points on why you need to go here or why you need this person to say yes to you or shit. So.
0: But I, mm-hmm. I always
1: feel like doing it, just going to do it, can only can only benefit you. Mm. Unless you're very weak and you know you're going to quit if it goes wrong, you know, that's, that's where it hurts you.
0: So I know you mentioned Whitney Houston. Um, what, like, ra- like rapper's uh, trajectory do you, have you, like, kind of inspired, got inspired by, or like, you know, different rappers you see, like, um, for instance, like we're talking about um, Master P, how he was able to, you know, cultivate the lane that he was in, like what, um, what artist and rapper inspired you? Like coming up? Yeah, coming up
1: or even now. Okay, well, coming up, my my uncle Tajai was a rapper, Mm. and he always like, he would play his music every day, he would do shows and everything, so he really like inspired me. And he always had me listening to Wu-Tang and his rhymes were very complex, like Wu-Tang's were. So I was mm-hmm. really into into him for sure. And uh, off rip, <laughs> every time I do an interview and they ask you about this, they go crazy. But Bow Wow inspired me like- All right,
0: we're <laughs> done. We're done. On
1: a, on a whole nother level though, but it, I'm for real.
0: Because when, when my uncle
1: was rapping, I was like-
0: So we're going to rap this- No, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me just, let me, can I tell
0: you? Yes, yes, go ahead, so Sorry.
1: When, when my, uh well, my uncle would rap they're all older than me so i figured it was like an older guy thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then bow wow was rapping i was like well, i can do this right now so i instantly seen him and started writing and doing everything and when you when you're like coming into the game you realize how easy it is to come and go and bow Wow was just around like forever it seemed like so i was really inspired and
0: really that's, motivated. Ti- that's a, i'm sorry that's the title of this that was a bow wow inspired me <laughs> <laughs> Was, yeah, it. Even though I
1: disagree with a thousand things that he's done and he's made me look at <laughs> a million times. But dang. I can't lie to
0: you. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I'm not going to hold you though. I I do talk all this crap, whatever, but I'm not, like Bow wow did, he has a long career. He's, you know, even when he was, he had a fight to the nail to remind everybody he was on death row at one moment. I mean, you know, geez. and things like that. Is like, we don't want to believe it, but he, the, the kid is, I mean, he's not a kid now, but he did a very very well for you know starting young and kind of being who he is right now and he's been able to to cultivate other avenues as well television and all that i don't want to admit it but it's true you right <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not yeah i
1: can't knock you. he did he for sure did a lot
0: he did, and you know, so okay, I'll let you have that I'll actually let you have that. It's actually a good a good point <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I'll let you. you have I'll let you I'll let you live because at first I was not about to let you live right now <laughs> uh, so uh what has been your thoughts about like the black the black community and what's going on right now? um we've been dealing with a lot like for a long time, deaths of um unarmed black men and women. I um, killed by the police, and um there's a lot of protesting going on. I know um you know the three officers that we were trying to get arrested finally got um arrested as well um, yeah and you know you were out there protesting like, what is going on in Arizona what is the city looking like what are you how are you feeling about this as a black man? How are you feeling being a black man in America right now
1: uh. It's it's just it's for it's for sure a lot of mixed mixed feelings with it. As far as Arizona, it's kind of the same thing with how they choose rappers and everybody's like being cool is more important. I feel like a lot of these kids are doing a lot of crazy like looting and protesting just for the hype, you know. But I mean, it, in a way, it still helps. But I don't know if they're really doing it for the right reason. At the same, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know because I I know that they what they're doing can be effective, but I think they're just doing it to say they did it, like on some hype type shit. Uh, as far as being a black man, I've I've had my issues with the police all my life. Mm. Uh, it's just different understanding now. Like at the time, I really, when you're young, you think that they're really doing their job, but now you kind of know that it's a little extra that they're putting onto it, more so a whole lot extra because it's it's ending in death. Uh, so it's, it's very scary, but, you know, I'm in the middle of almost everything. I, you know, I'm from the hood and I've, Still, ed- very educated. Uh, I sit at tables with owners, and I also go to the hood and have barbecues. So I see both sides. And
0: how many um, the um, the beans your mommy making? I mean, <laughs> beans. <laughs> the get
1: beans. Get some beans over there. You I'm All right. right we go
0: ahead. get that,
1: that rotisserie <laughs> chicken. That does be So yeah, I'm on both sides. <laughs> so um at the at the same time, I'm afraid. You know, still very proud of who I am and the the color I am. It's just it, it's it's always gonna be super amazing and cool to be black to me, mm-hmm. just because of everything we've overcome and everything we fought through, and how fast we can run and how high we can jump and shit like that. You know, yeah. But like, <laughs> it's still scary that mm-hmm. we can just be labeled criminals for looking a certain way and walking a certain way and all kind of stuff, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Which I have been plenty of times. Mm. Yeah, so it's really crazy. So I don't really know, know what could happen. I had the idea of the NAACP starting their own police department. I always thought that that would be a cool thing,
0: but. It's like kind of needed right now because it's like you need to hold, hold these officers accountable to the laws that they're actually supposed to be, you know, be a, a hearing by because they're not exactly. a hearing by yeah. the laws. It's pretty weird
1: how it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. I get blown away every time like yeah. it's, on video, it's on video it's recorded a person is really dead and uh, it, it just i don't i don't it, it shocks me
0: well the thing is it's like you know a lot of officers unfortunately don't even know the law and they don't care to find out either they don't care to find they don't care to find out and also too on the flip side of that is even if they do know it a lot of them don't care because at the end of the day unfortunately you know they a lot of them are on a power trip and they think that what they want and how they want things is just how it's supposed to go and also to us as people we have to keep educating ourselves picking up books picking up those um you know just you know intellectual especially with black intellectual understanding like how what what happened in history understand understanding like History repeats itself because obviously we've been doing the same thing for about 400 for I mean, slavery ended, but segregation happened and then we got the Jim Crow and then we got to, you know, other other um, ways that um, have kind of pretty much left the black community as wanting to be looked at as second class citizens like but at the end of the day there's redlining with these neighborhoods there's you know just different things gentrification that's happening and then driving people out of their neighborhoods like all that stuff that's happening and it's systematic racism that we literally have to literally take all that apart and then try to put that back together and i am going to be honest i don't know how yeah, I don't know was, how yeah, I don't know how possible that means. What would you say is has been your biggest lesson you have learned up until the point you're um you are right now in either in, in life, in general as an artist, um but yeah.
1: I think the biggest lesson I've learned is I think showing love is is really the most most effective thing you can do when you're trying to like prosper in a certain aspect. So a lot of people choose hate and jealousy or revenge, and I think learning how to love more and and just let things go, I think it all just helps more in the end.
0: Yeah, and what has been, um, what is what has been one, I don't want to call it a regret at all because people, don't, you know, you never know. But what has been uh, one thing that you wish you could could have did differently before than where you are right now? Hmm. You
1: know, I wish I would have uh, taken school a lot more serious in my earlier, like in my beginning stages. Because mm-hmm. I I, I, my mother works for a community college, so I had a lot of free opportunities, like free tuition, free schooling. Mm-hmm. And I was just, you know, well, that goes back to high school. I did the same thing in high school. Fucked off some good <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> I would just take a lot more things seriously.
0: Do you... Um... Well well it wasn't really I mean I, I have a thought about that too. Maybe see. you just don't well, besides high school, because you want to graduate high school, but maybe I mean honestly, you know, for you wanting to be an artist and where you're at, like I know that, that school teaches you things, but like maybe you just don't didn't care too much for it.
1: I think I was just I was just I didn't la- I didn't have all the knowledge I needed about everything. Mm. 'Cause it was more of just something I had to do with like in my family raised by women. Yeah. They tell you to take out the trash, you, you know, you just take out the trash. They take the stay <laughs> then, in school, I'm, you know, I'm just as long as I'm not in school I was I was cool with it. And it wasn't me looking to like succeed in school, it was just me looking to stay in school.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. I guess that makes that makes a lot a lot of sense. 'Cause I hate school too, but you know, I um I there were some skills I had to learn while I was there, like it's definitely a easier transition to network. Like, if I didn't go, if I didn't go to college, I wouldn't have been able to network the way I did, um, and as easy as I did. Let me say it like yes.
2: that.
0: You know, uh, I would have been able to, but it would have been hard because you have to now you have to find the rooms to go into as opposed to just walking in and there's rooms. You know, um, so I would say that's kind of like different, but. I don't know. But um, so, where can everybody find your music? Where, you know, what projects oh, you yes. got coming up? Like, what's going on?
1: All my music is for sure streaming on all platforms. Uh, you can just search my name, Teray Masters. I just released an EP called Daydreaming Downtown, which is also on all platforms. Uh, we have short films coming up, uh, just a lot. I'm just going to keep creating. You can just follow me and then just be in touch, really, at Teray Masters on everything.
0: I want to play one of your songs.
1: I think uh, I really like my song, 79 Classic. That'd be cool.
0: 79 Classic. OK, so uh, you want to introduce the song for us? Yo, I'm Trey Masters, and this is my song,
1: 79 Classic, off Day Gym in downtown. And, and, and I'm so thankful. I've come a long way.
2: Yeah. Gotta learn the game to play the game, then change it. Coming from an educated gangster. Raggers blew my hat, is knew you hated. Niggas, please don't fit to be the greatest. I was at the bottom getting comfortable. Then it hit me hard, I knew I had to go. Say something, knowing that you ain't it. Niggas tend to fake it till they make it. If they make it, it ain't guaranteed. I learned that when I was 17. Ask me now, it ain't no better dream than buying your mama everything. I thank God, Game it didn't kill me so positive with the rap, so the Game maker feel me. I be going hard, really trying to get a deal in. Young Flo poet stack sneakers to the ceiling, yeah. uh uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. uh uh uh. Yeah 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 yeah. Up. You gotta learn the game to play the game, then change it. Shout out all them hoes that left me hanging. Thinking about myself, it made me change it. Just to settle down for something dangerous. How you got a heart, but you don't never use it. Thank God I fell in love with music. Used to seeing evil human beings breaking people down just for amusement. Find strength to bench press depression. Tripping off L's, just turn them into lessons. You can't lose unless you quit. Got so good, just looking at Dolly What else you need? Your demons bleed to get on your feet Uh. What else you need? Your demons bleed to get on your feet to learn the game, to play the game and change it As easy as you got it, they can take it I want a queen that picks it out and braids it I want a team that dreams it up and makes it I want a son that sees me where his face is A daughter that will learn from my mistakes And my name and life so no one can erase it A spaceship that will take me different places Who else you need? Your demons bleed to get on your feet Came back better!